Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold now. Listen, the first is to inspire and encourage you, the listening audience, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And today is Monday, December 7, 2009, and we are here. Every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So do spread the word. Wow, I cannot believe this is the first Monday in December of 2009. We're almost finished with this year. This is incredible. Seems like I was just dancing in 1984 to 1999, Prince's record. I cannot believe it. And we're almost to 2010. Well, anyway, I hope you are ready for today. Let me ask you a question. Do you tweet? Are you on Facebook or Ning? You know what? That's the first thing I ask people when I meet them today. I mean, it's kind of like the end thing now in the club, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not what it's all about. It's really all about connecting for me. And I'm telling you, social media is exploding literally before our eyes. It can be exciting, overwhelming, and downright addictive. But I'm telling you this. If you're not taking advantage of it, you might as well close your business down right now. I mean, shut it down. Listen, did you know that there are people who have replaced their job incomes and who are still making money in today's economy that's constantly referred to as the recession? Many of them are doing it with social media. Well, I have a treat for you today on Wealthy Sisters. We have one of the most sought-after experts in this field, Ms. Crystal Washington. She is a social media icon, a social media strategist. All her clients love her because you know why? She increases their bottom line. So run, tell everybody, bookmark us, put us on your favorites, have them dial 347-838-9278 or visit www.wealthysisters.com because they want to listen live or catch the 24-7 replay. She is, guess what now, also one of our featured speakers at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. Now, Ms. Washington is the owner of a Houston-based marketing firm, organizer of several business organizations, and is a consultant and a speaker that teaches entrepreneurs how to leverage image marketing and business networking to supercharge business growth. What makes Crystal unique is that she not only shares knowledge that she gained as a result of her education, but she literally built her business empire, get this now, keyword empire, from the ground up 
using these techniques. See, there's a lot of people out here running around saying, I'm on social media this and I'm on social media that, but you can't really see the fruits. Hello, the money, the dollars, the greenbacks. You can't see the fruits of their labor. But listen to her. You see it because she literally built it. She, in her other words, has already practiced what she is now preaching. Crystal's journey started several years ago when she decided to leave corporate America to pursue her dream of owning marketing, her own marketing business that would encourage and inspire business owners in Houston urban communities. So what did a young entrepreneur whose very part-time business was just breaking even do not only survive but also thrive? She started building her network. Crystal began networking with business owners at networking events and online. She began the task of recreating or her marketing business image to attract her target clientele. She built a business empire and a network of thousands of business owners without a single loan, grant, or investor. She has leveraged her network and business image and created a lifestyle that only people dream of. So after this short break, we are not going to hold her from you any longer. We will bring none other than Miss Crystal Washington. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, yes, we are back live on Wealthy Sisters, and today's guest is Crystal Washington. We want to welcome her because she is the social media diva. Hello, Miss Crystal. Are you there? I am. How are you? Oh, wonderful. We're doing awesome today. Thank you for joining us here at Wealthy Sisters. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be on the uh, show today. Oh, wow. I tell you, truly, the honor is all of ours, and thank you for feeling that way as well. Now, Crystal, you know we'd like to just jump right into it here on Wealthy Sisters. We want to know... What is your background? I got I read a little bit there, but tell us, you know, give us some, you know, where you were born and and what actually made <laughs> Crystal who she is today. <laughs> okay, well, just a little bit of information. I'll make a long story short. I'm from Gary, Indiana, meaning that I know everything there is to know about the Jacksons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I spent I went to school and everything in Houston, Texas. That's where I currently reside with my husband. And you know, mm-hmm. my background is actually in hospitality with an emphasis mm-hmm. on sales and marketing. And mm-hmm. so, you know, out of college, I went into management positions at hotels, catering companies, things like that. And mm-hmm. I loved what I did, Deborah, because, I mean, again, it's sales and marketing, so it's still what I do today. But what I found was that in corporate America, as I was climbing up fairly fast and, you know, I was making a good income and had quite a bit of power for somebody my age, um, I started to look around and I noticed, there really wasn't any brown folks, you know, that were kind of where I was at as I started looking around. Or there was certainly, a, you know, a, a major discrepancy there. And uh-huh. so I'm, a, I'm a researcher by nature. You know, I love to research things. And so what I did was I started looking at all these different statistics about, you know, the black community. And we're, we're familiar with a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. And what I discovered was that we are not less likely to start businesses. Actually, African-American women, I believe, were the number one group that starts businesses in the United States, if, if my facts are correct. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, our businesses have a very high failure rate, and we're certainly nowhere near um, 
our actual um, the actual makeup that we we have in the United States. In other words, if we make up almost 13% of the population, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different speculation depending on which source you go to. But basically, um, we own either anywhere between 0.7 to 4% of businesses in the United States. 0.7. So some figures have it less than 1%. So obviously, there's a discrepancy there, a serious discrepancy. And so I just started to research more and more to figure out, okay, well, what is it with our businesses? What's the problem? Well, really, you know, the first thing people usually think is money. You know, they always say, oh, you know, funding. But the fact of the matter is, with e-commerce and all these other types of businesses that you can have nowadays, that's really not the number one reason. And what I saw was that we tend to, um, we lack the knowledge of marketing. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that we lack. And so mm-hmm. because I'm the type of person I am, Deborah, I'm, I'm, I don't like complainers. I don't believe in complaining. If you don't like mm-hmm. something, you do something about it. And Say so that one you, more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> if you don't like something, you do something about it. And so what I did was I said, okay, well, my piece is sales and marketing. I know that I can sell people anything. Now, at the same time, I don't try to. You know, I, I try to make sure that, you know, a real – Good business, Deborah, is when everybody involved in the transaction wins. Everybody. Everybody should come away a winner. And so I said to myself, okay, I know marketing, and I know my people need help, so why don't I, you know, start doing some projects that help brown folks with marketing? And, of course, I have clients outside of the black community, but that was really where my focus began because I saw a need. I saw a need, and I really wanted to do something um, to be a part of that, and so that's where I started my marketing company. Well, obviously – you know, working with a group of people that, from a financial perspective, are also lagging, um, you know, in terms of the national average and everything, you have to get real creative in your marketing efforts. And so social media made so much sense because, mm-hmm. you know, years past, ever 10 years ago, there was no way for you to gain access to thousands of people unless you paid for, you know, mailing lists or radio mm-hmm or mm-hmm. television, all these things that, that tend to have a pretty high cost associated. But social mm-hmm. media is so brilliant. We have mm-hmm. something that never before in history has any business owner had access to just by your own efforts, merits, a little bit of understanding, and definitely some time invested. You can reach thousands of people. And the great thing is, Deborah, with social media, you don't even have to advertise at people. And I did say at. because. Yeah. You, you know, you can't be on social media acting like a commercial where you're yes. just throwing these messages at people. It allows you to build relationships, to yes. build a network. And so then if you're providing good information and people are comfortable with you, I remember from my days back in sales, and, and this is a saying anyways, people buy from those that they know and trust and they like, right? That's right. So this That's right. gives you the opportunity to interact with hundreds of people, at least hundreds of people on a daily basis, which who has who can actually pick up the phone and call those many folks or send those many emails? You can't. And at the same time, they feel like they're getting to know you. I can't even tell you how many times I go out of the house, Deborah, and people come up to me at restaurants or, you know, at the grocery store and say, hey, Crystal, how are you? And, you know, I'm, I'm cordial. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm cordial. I'm like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm your Facebook friend. Oh, hi, Facebook friend. You know, <laughs> And I I get business daily, daily from social networks. And so, as you said in the opening, you know, people that are not utilizing social networks, they truly, truly are missing out Um, because this is a free resource. That's the crazy thing. It's free. It's more effective in many instances than traditional media. 
especially mm-hmm. for small business owners. So there's no excuse not to be on there. You just have to suck it up, either get someone to teach you or invest some time. I suggest if you can afford it, get somebody to teach you how to do it because it, there's a long learning curve. I, I read hours every day to stay on top of everything. Right, uh, right. But it's amazing. And, and so, you know, social media tends to be the thing within my marketing firm that I end up um, educating people about and implementing most frequently because it's the most cost-effective thing you can do, and it builds better relationships. I mean, Deborah, I'm sure you've watched TV occasionally. It's not, you know, you, you probably will, you know, turn on the TV here and there. How often do you feel connected to the executives at Tide when you see a commercial? You don't, <laughs> not, you don't feel like you know these, Yeah, you don't feel <laughs> like you know these people. But now <laughs> if you're on social networks and you're getting to know people there, and mm-hmm. they're putting information about their products and services, but they're giving you a window into who they are at the same time, you feel mm-hmm. very comfortable purchasing from them because you feel mm-hmm. like they're a friend. So that's my background. That's how I came to where I am today. And, you know, even to give some information for some of the callers on the line, you know, I remember working in corporate America, and I loved, again, I loved what I did. I did not like the corporate environment um, because mm-hmm. there's just so much stuff going on, especially if you happen to be brown. Um, and so really social media allowed me to grow my business at a rate that was so rapid that I was able to leave corporate America a few years ago and have never turned back since. Mm. Just wow. picked up and left. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And I know you you piqued a lot of individuals' interest with that picked up and left part too. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I'll probably write a book about that one day. I don't know if it'll be a comedy play or what in the end, but I, I could have people rolling if I told them how I left out of there. But Come on, give us, a, give, us, give us a little bit. Give us a little bit, girl. You got to, because we got a lot of people on the line, and we know one of the main things and that will actually listen to the show are all of our lives are full. People are like texting me and saying, what's going on? I can't get in. This is incredible. But, oh, wow. um so that they can hear, you know, we know what we want to do here is inspire and encourage people. And most people today, there are a lot of people, a lot of our guests that want to live their dreams. So just give us a little taste of what that last day was like. Well, I have to give you just a tidbit of background then. Okay. I found myself one morning, I was exercising at the exercise center where I live, which is very rare in and of itself. Please understand, that's, that's one of the challenges that I'm working to overcome. So I was exercising, listening to um, Thieves of the Night by, um, who was, I, I, can't, um, I can't think of the name of the group right now, and reading Realionaire, okay, mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. I was, as I was on the exercise. And I, all of a sudden, something spoke into me. It was audible. It was amazing. You're going to be out of there in 30 days. Wow. And I was like, what in the world was that? So I'm looking around. <laughs> Nobody else was in there. It was just me. Uh-huh. And um, and so, um, you know, I left out of there and I kept thinking about it because, you know, a lot of times we tend to be a little too deep with things, you know. And I had just read a book about numbers and the meaning of them, and I was like, must have meant 40 because 40 is the number of, you know, liberation and change and this and that. And so I'm, I'm turning over all these numbers and three and zero and means this and that. And so I had this journal I started writing in. So I wrote down what had happened to me that day. And when I looked on my calendar, I noticed, well, that's a Saturday. I'm not going to quit my job on a Saturday. That's, I don't even work that. What, what's that? So needless to say, to make a long story short, after a couple of days, I forgot that even occurred. I forgot. It, it had been written down in my journal, but I forgot about it. And so, um, you know, a few weeks passed by, and I come to work 
and we had a new assistant, a very lovely uh, Hispanic girl, and apparently she had overheard something that someone said that was very inappropriate um, in terms of, let's just say, just very inappropriate on any legal stance. And she came to me, and she was hurt and upset, and when I heard it, I had this peace in me. It was so strange. And that same voice came back. And mind you, I don't normally run around hearing things, okay? And it said, it's time to go. And I said, what? I just said that out loud. I said, what? I said, it's time to go. Don't take anything with you. You know, just go. So I went to HR and I said, okay, well, y'all know we, you know, we have these other issues going on. My work performance has never been an issue, you know, but this, this, and this is going on. And obviously this is not of concern and I, I can't work in this environment, so I have to go now. And, of course, you know, they wanted me to stay because no one else was actually, to their knowledge, trained to know how to do my job. What they did know is I had been training somebody. Um, so I left out, and that's how I left. And 4 o'clock a.m. the next morning, I jumped out of bed. Uh-huh. And something reminded me, and I looked back in my journal. That was on October 17th. So I woke up the morning of October 18th, and this was a couple years ago. And when I looked back at my journal, it was September 17th that I was in that workout facility. <laughs> and that 30-day thing came to me. But now, mind you, at this time, I had had Black Market Exchange for about six months, um, which okay. was a marketing firm um, that I was building with a social network. But it, it really was just breaking even. You know, I mean, it, I wasn't out of pocket anything, but it certainly mm-hmm. wasn't anything that could support anyone. But I just mm-hmm. left on faith because, again, I, I certainly wasn't used to hearing things. <laughs> so like I said, well, this, this is pretty serious, so let me just move on it. And the blessing is that since then I have not looked back. I love what I do. I get to meet so many inspired African-American entrepreneurs, and entrepreneurs really of all different races, but, you know, that original passion is still there. Right, so, right. Um, you know, I just remember – building my business using, um, believe it or not, and I don't even recommend this for most of my clients, but I was on MySpace, I was on Facebook, I was on Ming, I was on um, Meetup.com, which was amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just using all these different social networks that really allowed me to touch more people and then holding physical events, which is what I did through Meetup, because Meetup allows you, it's a social network, but it takes it to something physical. Um, so then I started holding physical events and networking events and pulling people from all these different social networks to actually show up in person, the people that were local, and it built such an amazing momentum. It was crazy when I would go out and I'd hand out my business card and people were like, oh, Black Market Exchange, yeah, I've heard of you, yeah, you know, you've had, you service this, 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 and this business. Mind you, I've never done a lick of formal advertising at this point. Wow. So, I mean, not in a single magazine, except for people that were mentioning me based on meeting me through social networks, nothing that I had to pay for, nothing. Wow. So people knew who I was. That is incredible. Well, I tell you, just we're just getting started. This is getting even, oh, man, this is awesome. If you are listening in, you are hearing none other than Miss Crystal Washington, the social media expert herself. If you have not figured out that you need to be in front of the social media platform by now, I'll just stick around. We're going to take a short break, come back. And, Miss Washington, would you even take a few questions about oh, those and have a few awesome, okay. awesome well, hold one second. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Deborah Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. 
we even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Yes, we are back live with Miss Crystal Washington here on Wealthy Sisters. Now, Crystal, you were just sharing with us about the, the foundation um, of relationships. And do you really see that as a foundation in, in earning and, and building your business? Social media? Yes, relationships. Oh, well, relationships, because yeah. you, you mentioned that key word. And I've always seen and known that relationships are the foundation of any business. Like you said, people want to connect with people they know and like. Mm-hmm. Well, even more important than that, um, because, of course, it's the foundation of good business, but here's something I would just like to throw out there. You know, I do a lot of speaking engagements, and normally the first mm-hmm. thing I ask people is, what is your most important asset? And inevitably, mm-hmm. I have someone that says, my education, my personality, mm-hmm. um, all these different things, and they're all wonderful. But here's the mm-hmm. kicker. Um, you can hire someone that has your knowledge set to do what you're doing and charge mm-hmm. slightly more and, and, and make a profit. You can mm-hmm. hire a personable person to go out mm-hmm. and make sales. What mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. never, ever, ever um, get away from is the fact that you can never be larger than your network. It's mm-hmm. all about who you know and who knows you. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a superficial way um, because mm-hmm. it's not just about, you know, seeing people smiling, all, you know, showing up to cute networking events looking cute, just knowing mm-hmm. who people are. It's about mm-hmm. genuine connections. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when you think about the most successful people, I can guarantee you, guarantee that the most successful people have the larger network. When you think about people like Bill Gates, he not only has a network of his peers, but he has his employees, he has his customers, he has all these different people, contractors, subcontractors, all these different people within his network. If you only know five people, you're going to make a five-person income. You only know mm. five people, you're going to have a five-person business. You have mm. to know more people. And the great thing about social networks is that they enable you to reach more people than really humanly possible when it comes to just touching people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's so true. Now, we even have um, the chat room, like I said, it's just bouncing over here. We have uh, Michelle D. Paris, and she wants to know, do you think that all businesses fit the mold for use of social media as a way of marketing, and if some businesses do better than others in this arena? Well, I won't say that all businesses should do anything. Because businesses are individuals, like children. You know, you cannot mm-hmm. raise every child the same. People that have more than one child, they use different techniques with each kid. You know, they're, they're all mm-hmm. different. But I will say that social media is something that should be considered by most businesses. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's think about a mortuary, right? How exciting mm-hmm. is a mortuary? <laughs> right, 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 right. That, can you really stimulate those many sales? by having a successful social media campaign. You have to wait on people to pass away, not to be morbid, but just being honest. Right. But you however, can – you can. In, 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 oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. but, but however, with, uh-huh. with even that type of business that would be tough, that can't really be marketed the same way as other businesses, you can always take the personal standpoint where you're mm-hmm. opening yourself just a little bit to other people. And, again, mm-hmm. you mean within reason on a professional level, just like you would in any other professional setting where you tell people, you know, a little bit about what's going on. Oh, my child's sick. You know, we're working on this. Just a little bit of that informational window. 
Well, same thing mm-hmm. with that person in the mortuary. They're letting them people know a little bit about themselves and the services they're offering. They might say, you know, we just had the most amazing and unique service. We just had hula dancers at this funeral. It was so different. Right. It's what the family wanted. Now, right. here's the thing. People remember that, right? Right, So when right. someone near them passes away or when a friend of the family or whomever um, passes away, they're going to remember you. So right. no matter what, it usually makes sense to consider being on there. And even when you don't own a business, I tell people it makes sense to be on at least a couple of social networks. First off, every, every professional on any level should be on um, LinkedIn. That's just a fact. You need to be mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. But as far mm-hmm. as like Twitter or Facebook, even if you don't own a business, it makes sense to be on these because what you're doing is you can keep in touch with the pulse of your industry. And so you may decide that you want another job. You might want to uh, be in the loop on promotions or different positions at other companies that might allow you to, to move you know, ahead and rank a little bit faster. And so if you're connected with plenty of people, that's how you get to know these things. That's how you're included in those loops. I think they said over 80% of the most cushy and desired jobs are all filled through um, personal networking, within personal networks. They're never posted. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I mean, you know, that's true. That is yeah. true. That's, I mean, that's old. That's old school knowledge, right there. I mean, mm-hmm. you can put, uh, put a resume in. You can sit in an interview, and you know that you have no chance, even though you are highly qualified and everything. They are just going through the motions. They've already, you know, made contact with with thus and thus's friend. That is that is true. That right. is so true. That is so true. And I, I know one of the things you mentioned too about building the network and and. And I'm glad you brought this out because a lot of times when people might be interested, or like you said, you used the example of a, um, a mortuary there, but people might say, well, I don't have an interest in this person, or they might see a business card, well, you don't do what I do or whatever, you, you or, or the fact that, oh, you do what I do. I don't need your services. I already do that. Just the fact that you need to listen and keep a pulse on what's going out there, what's happening, what's, you know, who's doing what what are the trends who how can you learn how can you partner which is mm-hmm. one of the things that i you know really really love about it because if you look at all these major corporations out here they are merging mm-hmm. they are partnering and for business owners small business owners we have to understand first of all that and i see it all the time this is a world of abundance so there is no lack for us if we understand if we if I promote you, Crystal, you you're promoting just like we're promoting the show, whatever events that we're doing, it's it's cross promotional. It brings business to you, it brings business to me. That's how we are going to really, really continue to flourish in, in this market and in any market. So I am so glad that you brought that up. That's well, wonderful. And then you took it to the next level. You know, when you go to networking mm-hmm. events or when you pick up a business card, what separates people that kind of network from people mm-hmm. that are power networkers is mm-hmm. the fact that they understand what networking is. Mm-hmm. Networking mm-hmm. is not just about making an immediate sale. Networking Say that again. Say that again. It's not about making an immediate sale. Now, you mm-hmm. may get one here and there. It happens. But that mm-hmm. should never be your primary focus. Your mm-hmm. purpose in networking, picking up business cards, is to find out something about that person and to build a relationship. Now, one of the easiest ways to do this is to find out what they need. Now, what they Mm -hmm. need might be clients. It might be maybe they're looking for strategic partnerships. Maybe they're looking for information on something. If Mm -hmm. you're wise, you will try to become that resource to help people. 
And it doesn't mean that you have all the knowledge, but you might just connect them with another person. They might be looking for an attorney that specializes in a specific field. Well, that may not be what you do, but you may know one. So what you do is you send an email to both of them saying, hey, I just want to connect you. This person's looking for yah, 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 and, you know, attorney friend. You know, I thought of you immediately, and I think you all should talk. Well, here's what happened. Your stock just went up in both of their eyes because mm-hmm. you connected both of them. Now, in the future, if you need help, a favor, or whatever else, you can comfortably come to these people and ask them for advice, help, or whatever else it is that you need. So it's mm-hmm. never about just that immediate contact. Keep in mind, whoever you run into knows more people. Even that bum on the street that you might walk past every other day right. or whatever, right. he's related to somebody. He right. knows someone. Right. And so it, it is smart to um, assign everyone a certain degree of value, appreciation, and want to help people so that in return you gain access to their network as well. Because when you're networking, it is never about meeting an individual person, one person at a time. You realize that you are literally being networked. It's like a huge spider web. Mhm, mhm. That's awesome. Well, I tell you, this is this is really getting good here. We have a lot of people in the chat room that have questions as well. We're going to take another quick short break. Come back. We're opening the lines up three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. If you like to ask a question, please please press one so that we know you have a question as well for Ms. Crystal. And uh, I tell you, this is this is great. Social media, the networking, building relationships taking your business to a whole nother level. I mean, how can we lose at this whole one second? We'll be right back. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day? You have a laundry list of 20 things to do, and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life, and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month. And take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Yes, we are live back, and every woman does deserve a coach. We want to make sure you tune in to that one, uh, definitely, as what we're talking about, and none other than the most fabulous coach today, Ms. Crystal Washington. Crystal, now, um, I know, I know you mentioned earlier that you are one that believes in networking. You built your business on um, uh, going into networking events and the meetups. And and you said also that you speak at a lot of events. How important to you are the events and and to those who attend? What what is your take on that? Well, I mean, I guess from a few different standpoints. Now, looking at what other people get out of it, I think it's important because I'm speaking about things that are pertinent that most business mm-hmm. owners and professionals can actually use. Um, I am not a motivational speaker. Now, I mm-hmm. love motivational speakers, but I am not one. I believe I'm I'm more of an action-oriented speaker. So when I'm done talking about something, I tell people what you can do is go here. Here is a resource. Do this. And so, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with inspiring people, um, but I'm I'm also into empowering people. I want you to go out and do something with the information because one of my really good um, and really good friends and close mentors, you know, was just saying the other week um, on Facebook of all places, that, you know, it, it's not about having the knowledge. It's about 
doing something with it. And not mm-hmm. just doing, but doing, doing, and doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's important because people get a chance to get information they can utilize. Now, from my perspective, it's important because it allows me to um, have face-to-face contact with a lot of the people who I've been chatting with on social networks. You know, some of the speaking engagements are in the city. Some of them are a little bit further out. But either way it goes, you know, it gives you a chance to connect with people in person. Because no matter what, social media, while it's a wonderful tool, it does not replace that personal contact, that Mm -hmm. individual email, that handshake, that hug. Um, It's something that can get you started with someone, um, you know, whereas you wouldn't have access to them any other time. But it is important to realize that we can't just throw all those things out of the window. If you own a business, you can't stop going to physical networking events and just working on social media only. Um, I mean, you can do that, and you'll still see some results, but if you really want maximum effectiveness, it's it's like diet and exercise. You can diet by itself and not exercise. You can exercise by itself and not diet. But if you want the best results, you'll do both. Awesome. That, I mean, that I couldn't have said it in, even any better than that. And speaking of events, I know you know where I'm going with that. Of course. <laughs> Definitely. You know, the event of the century is the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, and I'm so happy that you said that you are not a motivational speaker because I am. I love leadership training. I love motivating people, but I also love practical information. That's why our our slogan is savvy. Listen to this now, savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Hello, y'all hear me out there? That is the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, and that's what you're going to get. You are listening to Crystal Washington, one of the featured speakers who just told you, you're going to come in there and you're going to get practical information. Now, this is going to be at uh, the, the Hyatt Regency in Baltimore, March 19th and 20th. You want to be there. You want to register now. Don't wait. I know you got to buy Christmas stuff. I know you got to do all this for the holidays, but I'm telling you, make an investment in yourself today. Everybody that registers by the end of this week, by the end of this week, are going to receive one of the free affirmation CDs that our co-chairs are doing. I'm telling you, this is this is going to be an awesome event. We have top six-figure selling. We have the greenbacks and going green. You're going to learn about um, money-motivated marketing. You just heard uh, from Crystal Washington, timeless leadership principles. I mean, so much. Ignite your image. We've got over $250,000 in cash and prizes, grand cash prize, 2500 I mean, fashion show, entertainment, food. is going to be a lot of fun. Go to www.thewinners.com. Summit.com. That's www.thewinnersummit.com. And Crystal, give them a little bit of a uh, sneak preview of what they're going to learn when they, when they hear you at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo in March. Got it. Well, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about some time-saving tips on social networks because I know that a lot of people, they see all these social networks and they think, oh, I need to join everything. Now, mm-hmm. piece of information that a lot of people don't know, there are literally thousands, thousands, mm-hmm. not hundreds, but thousands of social networks. You cannot be on all of them. You should not be on all of them. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. what people are going to learn is how to choose which networks are going to best work for you, different mm-hmm. tools, little-known tools that people can use to connect these networks so they're updating them at one time so that mm-hmm. they can leverage them and basically have a seamless social media marketing plan versus all of them being individual little choppy efforts. And we're even going to talk about um, some ways to measure your success as well. 
Awesome, awesome. So we look forward to seeing everybody there. Go register today. Bring a friend. You can even go ahead and reserve your hotel room uh, today. There's no cost in doing that. You just have to put that on your uh, card there, and they'll save that room for you. So you want to be there, the Winter Summit Conference and the Expo. Now, I know we have a lot of people that are on the line. We've got people in the chat room. Um, It looks like we have a question from someone out of Atlanta I'm going to just open the line here real quickly. Uh, Hello, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Say who you are and where you're calling from. This is Brandon Alexander, also known as the Social Network King. How are you doing today? Fantastic. How about yourself, Brandon? Excellent. I just wanted to, you know, say what's up to Miss Crystal Washington. Hi, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing excellent. It's great to speak with you officially. Ditto, ditto, and I've heard rumors that you're known as the social networking king in Atlanta. That's right, the social networking. Well, I don't know about just in Atlanta, you know. i got to name the <laughs> i got to live up to it now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. But, yeah, so did, Deb- and Crystal, we're, we're definitely uh, Facebook, close Facebook friends, me and Crystal, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to sit here and get my stamp of approval to everybody listening that she, Crystal is the truth. Crystal is a crystal, and you're going to get great information from anything that Crystal is doing with her endeavors and things like that. She is really somebody special, and she knows what she's talking about. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. That is so nice for you to share share that with us, and we thank you for dialing in and doing that and even listening to our show. A lot of brothers are asked, is this for women or is this for men or who is it? Look, I'm like, if you're seeing information that can help your business, is all you ought to know that it's for everybody. <laughs> well, if I didn't want to say too much, you know, I, I listen in and get y'all tidbits, you know, but, you know, I didn't want to say too much because I'm a guy, you know, y'all might be on that, uh, you know, that, that little rascal, he, he woman, man, haters type stuff. <laughs> no, 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 we're about business over here, brother. We have no time, <laughs> no time for that. So you can spread the word. <laughs> all right, great. Well, thank you for dialing in today. Yes, so Crystal, I know um, you mentioned about a lot of people um, feeling overwhelmed. Um, There are a lot of different networks out here. As a matter of fact, I even saw a couple of questions uh, in the chat room as to how do you know which one is going to work for you, and is there a way to actually monitor um, or control the actual um, influx of emails (laughs) that you might be getting? Got it. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer that in two parts. First off, okay. how do you know which social networks you need to be on? Um, very, actually, it's a pretty simple answer. Where is your target market? Now, mm-hmm. also, you have to know why you're on social networks because you may not even be on social networks to reach your target market. You might be on social networks more to reach strategic partners or mm-hmm. to find affiliates. So, you know, there's different reasons for being on social networks. But if you are, you know, on there more so to sell your products or services, you have to think where is your target market? Now, I'll give you an example. If you are selling something that appeals, and your target market is women ages 35 to 45, um, making $40,000 a year or more, um, you don't need to be on MySpace. MySpace is a site that's dedicated more so to tweens. And so mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're trying to reach teens and, and early 20s, and specifically in the areas of entertainment or fashion, then yes, MySpace is a great place for you. But, again, mm-hmm. if you're trying to reach people in the you know, middle age or a little bit older, more mature, 
with families or something, certainly MySpace is not the place where you should be. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you have to keep that in mind. If you're business-to-business sales, LinkedIn is going to be your best bet um, because really that's where you can find those business-to-business sales, develop those strategic relationships because really LinkedIn is all business. That's really what it is. There's no sparkly butterflies like on MySpace. There's no music. There's no posting of the family photos like on Facebook. It's very, very cut and dry. It's not even a micro blog like Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, know where your target market is. If you're trying to reach people that may be um, reporters, then Twitter would probably be a good place for you. You know, maybe you have a product or service that appeals to them. So, again, you just have to understand um, the behavior of the people that you're trying to reach and go where they are. You don't need mm-hmm. to be everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. One, one mm-hmm. funny thing about marketing is a lot of times people, especially small business owners, they think that the best marketing technique is to try to reach everyone. My product, mm-hmm. anyone can use it. It's, it's soap. It's for everyone. Well, mm-hmm. that may be. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you target in on a specific niche, it, it mm-hmm. seems contrary to logic, but normally most businesses see better sales because they're, they're providing a product or service to an underserved market by being very mm-hmm. specific in that niche. And it doesn't mean you're ignoring the other ones. Very, very um, quick example, Pepsi. In the, I want to say it was the late 80s maybe or the early 90s when they did that Pepsi generation thing. You know how they had mm-hmm. um, the new generation, they had Michael Jackson and Brooke mm-hmm. Fields and all these different young people. Pepsi was trying to gain market share in that, in the younger, you know, the younger generation over Coca-Cola because Coca-Cola has always been the cola leader. And so they targeted that age group. Now, here's what's interesting. Most people would say, oh, everyone can drink cola. You know, cola is for everyone. Well, not only did they see an increase in that market, but where they saw the greatest increase was actually in the parents of those people because they all wanted to feel young. And so they actually saw the largest increase in people that were, uh, I think, early 40s to um, mid-50s. Like, that's the group that saw the greatest increase from that marketing campaign. So it okay. to show you that how by targeting a specific niche, you could still get um, residual increase from other markets as well. But something about being specific, that's normally going to drive more sales for you. Yes, well, that's that's so true. You know, um, looking, you said it earlier, having that spider web approach and, and not not knowing where it's actually going to take you. But if you focus in on something, that it can actually um, bring that about for you. That's that's true. That's true. Now, I know one of our questions in the chat room is um, from let's see, Karen with Unks Mobile Marketing. She like to know your thoughts on SMX text message advertising in 2010, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, I think that's like with any marketing. Um, the fact of the matter is we're past the days where you can just shove a message down someone's throat, like on television. <laughs> you know, you think about the 1960s, it was just about repetition. They figured if you heard it long enough and you saw it on billboards, eventually you <laughs> break down and buy it. Um, you mm-hmm. cannot punk people into buying, and I'm just being honest with you. You can't, you know, you can't beat people into buying uh-huh. things nowadays. So, Text messaging is really like any form of uh, marketing. As long as people agree to it, expect it, and appreciate it, you should do it. There are people mm-hmm. that want to get text messages about specific events, parties, um, products, sales, and they'll sign up for it. So as mm-hmm. long as it's a permission-based list, really where people normally are not only signing up once, but they're actually um, confirming that they did sign up and they want to receive it, I think it's wonderful but, again, the problem comes into play just like with anything else when you just have a large list of people that have not confirmed they're interested in receiving the information. 
um, if you send them text messages, it can get annoying. I get text messages sometimes from companies I didn't sign up with, and it makes me mm-hmm. very, very angry. At the same mm-hmm. time, when I get information from companies that I'm interested in, I'm excited. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. look at email marketing. Um, you know, like, for instance, I love books. I devour books. I, I read them very fast. So when I get coupons from Borders and um, Barnes and & Nobles, you better believe I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> every week when I get my coupons. I go out and purchase books based on the sales that are going on. Seriously. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, I guess what I'd like to say with Karen then is that as long as it's permission-based and people are signing up for it and they're interested, I think it's great. I do think we have to be very careful, though, to make sure that you're not having people sign up to a very um, – diverse list and then sending them all kinds of information. I think it's mm-hmm. important that if people are interested in fashion information, they should sign up on a list to receive either text messages from a specific company or a source that's going to afford them information on things related to fashion. I don't think that people should be receiving text messages on a smorgasbord of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true because you, I, I've gotten text messages like that as well, and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't really want this. And you sign up with one thing and then all of a sudden you, you just wanted to get the free computer and you've got everybody coming after you now with um, those text messages. So that's true. Now, what would you say to the person that um, says, I, I'm, I'm really not uh, Internet savvy, um, I, don't, I don't know how to do this? You mentioned something about training. Do you train? Do you, do you have products yeah. available to help people with that? Yeah, I, I actually train people. I have webinars. Um, I have one series where literally it's social networking for business, and it takes it a step at a time. The first one in the five-part series is showing people it actually has a plan, and they can <laughs> fill out their own personalized plan. So that way you know where you're going on your social networks. You don't just sign up on things. That's the, <laughs> I would say that's exactly the same as, you know, you and your family or your spouse or whomever, you say, you know, let's go on vacation. Okay. <laughs> and you just get in the car and start driving. You don't know where you're going. Where are you going to end up, Deborah? <laughs> so, so, you know, the first one in, in that series, the first video is going over that. Then we hit Facebook. We hit Twitter. Um, we do LinkedIn. We do YouTube and SlideShare on the last one. So we do offer training. But I would say, you know, th- there's a lot of people that when they're unfamiliar with something, they say, I don't have time to learn this. Well, let me ask you a question. I'm sure that when the first ATM was created, people didn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted your money and the bank was closed, guess who's <laughs> going to sit there and figure out how to use an ATM? Hello. <laughs> if you value something, you'll make time for it because it's important. And same thing mm-hmm. with social media. If you don't understand mm-hmm. it right now, that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But you need to learn how to use it because it is valuable. And if you if you don't want to learn how to use it, then you pay somebody else to work for you and use it, or you leverage someone else's services. But no matter what, you can't afford to ignore it because literally you are ignoring potential revenue. That's and I don't right. have so many business owners that think that that's a smart deal. That's literally like somebody standing in front of your shop store or in front of your computer if you have an e-business, dancing around with $100 bills in their hand, and you say, you know what, I don't even know how to communicate with you. Maybe they speak a foreign language. I don't know how to communicate with you. I'm sorry. I don't know what you should do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're going to figure out a way. And you're going to get an interpreter in there real quick. <laughs> or you know what? You're, you're going to get some paper and start drawing some sick people until you figure out how you can get that money. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, let, let me ask you, what what um, do you offer the, a service? So if I'm, I'm a business owner and I just, oh, my gosh, I don't have the time right now mm-hmm. to to do all of this, do you offer that service as well? Uh, and, and social networking for me. Can I yeah. hire you to do that? Yeah, actually we do. We have something that's called a social networking marketing plan 
which basically is um, where we go and we set up social networks. Some of our clients already have social networks, and what we mm-hmm. do is we, we really destroy them and, and <laughs> we do some things because most people, they don't set them up from a marketing standpoint, and that's okay. That's okay. That's uh-huh. not their lane. It's my lane. So, uh-huh. so uh-huh. Um, yeah, we set that up. We get them all. We use some time-saving tools to get them connected properly to make sure the branding is in place. If it's something where there's custom backgrounds, like MySpace and Twitter, we make sure that's in place. Then we actually create a phys- like a, a principal weekly action plan that they do every single week that's going to reach them close to their goals. And we do have to have their goals ahead of time. They need to be measurable. It's not just get more friends, get more traffic. We need numbers because you can't mm-hmm. you cannot hit a target if you don't know what it is. And mm-hmm. from there, some of our clients, you know, that's all they want. They just want they just want us to set it up, give them a plan so they know where they're going. They take it from there. We also offer webinar training to show them how to do that. Some clients, mm-hmm. they, they just say, you know what, I don't have time. I don't want to think about it. You do it. So what we do is we develop the plan, and then we have the monthly maintenance fees, uh, depending on what all someone needs, where we'll upkeep all their social networks for them as well. So, awesome. you know, these are all services that we offer. And it's funny, you know, the marketing firm, there's so many things that we do, but that tends to be the thing that's most in demand because people are realizing how, um, how effective social networks can be. And, you know, I, I did a presentation a couple months ago at uh, Texas Southern University over here, and I actually brought screenshots on a slideshow to show them um, different postings on Facebook and LinkedIn where people would see a post and they'd say, oh, my gosh, I just called this person and, and ordered their services. Great resource. Or I had this one post that was crazy, Deborah, where I, from time to time I just asked, what can I do for you? What do you need? Because I, right. I think it, it challenges me to keep me sharp. And so it was so funny, through the course of this, and there's probably about 40 responses, three people ended up with business as a result of being on those social networks, meaning that someone said, oh, I need this. Then someone else answered and said, oh, actually, I do this. And then someone else said, I do this too, and I'm looking to hire somebody to work underneath me. So then they hired that other person, and both of them worked with the first person. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I, I literally just showed them a screenshot of the post. It wasn't anything I retyped. It's a picture, so they could read it. And the people at Texas State University, the students were just like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, and think of these people on here. You know, this wasn't even the result of the networking. They were, you know, their network. This was a, a result of them reading what I posted up there and just being a part of, you know, someone else's network that's very large, just being attentive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what would you say? Uh, first, I was going to ask you, you've got to give us your website. How can, how can someone read you? Get the okay. products, they want to use it, your services. The easiest way to reach me is through my website, crystalwashington.com, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, washington.com. Um, mm-hmm. So they can reach me, email me through there if they need any services. I mean, I have several websites. I mean, anybody who does marketing and, and has as many projects as I do, you have plenty of them. But that's probably the easiest one. And actually on that website, I also give away a lot of um, free marketing advice as well, things that are very usable. And I tend to be a little funny and silly in the way that I give advice. So people tend to, you know, enjoy it. I, I think I have one post on there where I was teaching people to market like Cleo McDowell from uh, Coming to America, the one who had McDowell's versus McDonald's. Uh-huh. So, you know, we even chat about that. All, all kinds of silly, crystal questionable grocery picks, all kinds of funny stuff on there. So, uh-huh. I've you know, seen looking, it. Yeah, so if you're looking for good marketing information as well as, you know, a good chuckle, <laughs> probably a good place for, for someone to come. And, of course, through there, they can find uh, my email, which is simply crystal at crystalwashington.com, and they can also contact me by phone as well. So definitely here to help people in any way that I can. And, you know, also if they're interested in purchasing um, the webinar series, I think right now we're offering the five-part series for $99. We have a little special going on it. So if Yeah, I saw that on your site, and I tell you, that is a steal for everything that you said um, for, for this 
for um, people that to take advantage of that because literally people are paying thousands of dollars mm-hmm. a month for advertising, mm-hmm. advertising, and you can spend ninety nine dollars and get this and and build your income and get that traffic to your website. So you want to go to crystalwashington dot com right now and uh, get that series. I'm telling you, it it will definitely make a difference there. Now, Crystal, what would you say? I guess let's say. Four. Give us four basic general etiquette guidelines mm-hmm. uh, for social media that you okay. say that people must do and must have. And okay. you see the most abused <laughs> out there as well. Got it. The number one is be social. Mm-hmm. It would seem simple, but people get on there and they want, they're so used to seeing 1980s advertising where all they're doing is posting special, 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 come here for this, buy this. That's not being social. You know, the whole point of social networking is developing a relationship. You can't develop a relationship with a billboard. You have to be a person. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you can't, you know, but, you know, back 10, 20 years ago, people hid behind a company name and a logo. You know, that's mm-hmm. what people associate it with. Nowadays, people look for faces. That's why you have CEOs of Fortune 500 companies with blogs that everybody can access because they understand this. And, and so, say that again about the faces because I don't know what your take is, but when people put icons up and they put logos up um, instead of their photo or they refuse to put a photo um, on there, what, what what's your take on that? Well, I, honestly, I feel like you have something to hide. And that may not be mm-hmm. the case. A lot of times people are not educated as to how that should work. But mm-hmm. um, that, that's the feeling that it gives people. It, you know what I'd compare it to? Imagine if someone came knocking on your door, right, just like when you ask somebody to be a friend. Imagine mm-hmm. someone comes knocking on your door, and when you look out the peephole, they have on a ski mask. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what you're doing to people on social networks. They're wearing a ski mask with a sandwich board, you mm-hmm. know, saying, buy Joe's computers. You don't mm-hmm. know who Joe is. You don't know if this is a serial murder. You don't know if he has an ax underneath that sandwich board. <laughs> so you, you actually have to be social. Um, mm-hmm. Next thing I would say besides um, the social component is, you know, treat people as you want to be treated, that golden rule. Don't just advertise stuff on people's walls. You know, again, ask for permission. Say, hey, you know, I have this going on, and I know you have a pretty large network. Do you think any of your people be interested? If so, would you mind reposting, or do you mind if I post? Um, next mm-hmm. thing you want to do is leverage other people's networks. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can mention someone's name so that it's highlighted, and people can click on their name and see them. That's mm-hmm. one great way to build relationships, because if you think about it in real life, it makes you feel good when someone comes up to you and says, uh, oh, Deborah, you know what, I just spoke to this person, this person, this person. They just kept talking about you and how awesome you are and that I should come and speak to you. That's how I found you. Mm-hmm. That's literally what we're doing on social networks when we're doing that. And so mm-hmm. you're raising stock in the eyes of the person who you're mentioning, and you're more likely to get them to mention you back as well, meaning that their entire social network is now looking at you. So mm-hmm. that's three. Um, last thing I would say is don't mix um, business and personal too much. And what I mean by this is, Think about social networks that have the exact same lines as you would have um, in the business world. You know, if you're in sales or something like that, you might talk to people from other companies and, and go out and entertain your clients, but there's certain lines that you don't cross. There's certain right. personal information that you'll give out, you know, how many kids you have, how they're feeling. Maybe someone's having a little bit of issue at school, but you're certainly not going to show them pictures of you on your camera phone of you that are inappropriate or passed right. out at a bar or, right. or whatever else. <laughs> And so on social networks, you, I think you have to keep the, same, um, keep the same things in line. And so what happens is when I say that to people, normally the first thing they say is, oh, well, I have family members on here. I have cousins. And then mm-hmm. the next thing that I say is wrong because you, you can't mix those two people. The people that know you as Pookie from around the way when you were little 
are not the same people that should be posting pictures of you as Pookie from around the way on your Facebook profile for all your clients to see. And so mm-hmm. if you want to use social networks for, for purely social purposes and connecting with people that may not be the best people to be connected with your potential clients and business network, what you do is you set up two profiles. Now, your business mm-hmm. profile needs to have your real name um, because mm-hmm. people will search and find you, and you can't tell a business uh, contact, oh, I can't connect with you, this is my personal one. That's not how that flies. Now, your right. personal one you have as a nickname or something like that. that like way Bobo, business, that's when you put Lil Ray Ray and Bay Bay and all that. Whatever it is. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that's where your family members will contact you through that, and you don't have to worry about your clients finding that, and then you telling them, oh, no, I can't add you. You never want to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that might mean that you might have to get rid of a few family members and friends from your social networks right now. I've had to mm-hmm. do it before. Um, mm-hmm. They know I love them. Oops. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they're irritated. But, you know, unless people are paying your bills, it really doesn't matter. You know, to be honest with you. It's a social network. You give them a call, you take them out to lunch. It's all good. I, I know I had my younger sister. We were together a couple of weeks ago, and, and I was saying, mentioning something to someone else about Facebook because that's the first thing I asked. Are you on Facebook? Because that's how you want to connect. You know, you want to know what's going on, like we've been talking. And the first thing she said, she loved that Facebook. She, I said, well, look, if you, if you knew that you could make money and earn business from it, you'd be on there too. So I don't want to hear it, you know. I don't want to hear it. That's awesome. Well, now let me ask you, um, you have you definitely been a trendsetter. You've proven that just by taking advantage of this awesome social media platform. Where do you see the trends of social networking going uh, within the next two, three years? Well, I think things are going to become more and more personalized. I think that mm-hmm. you're going to see it where um, cause people really, same thing with reality TV, people have an interest in getting to know people. And we mm-hmm. definitely live in a global economy, and this has brought us back to that. Web 2.0 really did it. Um, so mm-hmm. I just see things as getting a little bit more specialized, communities that are more and more specialized. Um, I, I think that, you know, this is here for a while. This isn't going anywhere. And if it does mm-hmm. go anywhere, it's going to go more than likely to something that's even more personable, uh, easier to connect with people. It's not going to go back to where we were, um, where we didn't have this personal co- connection, because you see it's an addiction. This is what people want. This is where mm-hmm. all trends are headed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely think, you know, this is here to say it's something valuable. There's always going to be um, more things, new things that you can take advantage of. But, you know, just really just keep in mind those basics that this is about networking, and it works very similar to networking in person. When you meet someone in person, you don't just automatically come off as a um, billboard. You you know you tell them what you do, but you have a real conversation. I think we've all been to networking events where people come up to us and say, "Hi, my name is Tim. I sell mugs. I love mugs. Do you like mugs? Do you have ten friends that like mugs? Everybody's have mugs. You want to run away or or slap Tim, and you don't, but you want to. Same thing with social networks. You don't friend people and then start posting things on their wall. You don't send <laughs> Thank them you for being my friend. Yeah. Go to my site. Yes. Or, uh-huh. you know, there's, there's a way to do that. You could say, oh, you know, thank you so much for accepting my friend request. I'm, I really like how you – and then you need to do some research into what they've done. If you're interested mm-hmm. in learning a little bit more about me, you know, my website is blah, blah, blah. That comes across mm-hmm. differently because obviously you've taken some interest in that other person. They're reciting something about you. So you know they've actually taken the time to look at a profile or do some studying. So there's, there's a way to go about doing that. So just going forward, I think that we just need to keep in mind that those same things that we do – in person, those same rules apply on the Internet. They really do. 
Well, this is definitely helping us to build better relationships in person as well. So this has been another awesome show. We want to thank you so much, Crystal, for being our very special guest today. Please visit www.crystalwashington.com for more of her information, her great products. This has been Deborah Hartnett with another awesome episode of Wealthy Sisters. Tune in next week where we will have speaker, author, and motivator herself, Joe Grace, where she is the author of the book, uh, Sexy Girls Eat Sushi. So you want to tune in to that next Monday. We want to thank you again, and you all continue to have a great day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.